Oh, Chris, I'm so sorry. Um, Laura can't be here this week. Um, she's got a cold. Oh, that's a shame. Um, she has sent this in her place, though. A metal sphere? Well, it isn't just a sphere. Uh, press that yellow button. Hello, I'm the Oodcast 1.0. You're looking nice this evening, Chris. Have you been on holiday? Uh, hang on, it, it knows who I am? Well, yes and no. 50% of the podcast was called Chris back then, so it's programmed to hedge its bets. Oh, I see, okay. Please, wave your hands more, Andy. It comes over really well on an audio recording. See, it knows its stuff. Yeah, well, fair enough. Then, well, we might as well give it a go. Should we get it running? Sure. Hello, and welcome to the new episode of the Oodcast. It is nice to be here, I expect, and I'm glad that you are listening to me through your ears. I don't think we need you to be so literal. Listeners will probably know how all this works. No explaining what listening is? Not right now. What about the Oodcast News? Oodcast News. No, not the Oodcast News. No, we don't do that bit anymore. The future is very confusing from my protocols. I am just a production bot. I know, I know. We just need you to take Laura's place for this episode. Talk to us. You want me to generate a random sequence of joyful phrases and whimsical non-sequiturs, followed by one or two strange but dead-on metaphors? You could say that. Do I get to do the song? Hello, everybody. Oh, it's so nice to be here with my lovely friends talking about Doctor Who on the Oodcast. Of which this is an episode. It's a masterful introduction. <laughs> I know. Isn't it good? My name's Laura Sigma and I have some lovely people with me. Both of them are called Chris. To my left, I have the fluffy haired and faced and really very hot Chris Sigma. I'm fluffy. He's my husband. <laughs> and on my right, I have the equally fluffy-faced Chris Alpha. I'm not your husband. He's I'm not my husband. I'm going to take issue with him being equally fluffy-faced. I I'm, think he's I'm not. more I agree with stubbly. You. Yeah. Okay, all right. The beautifully bestubbled Chris Alpha. Hello? Purveyor of fine literature. One minute into the podcast and we have got through the introductions. Well done, Loz. This Thanks. is efficient. Yeah. It is, isn't it? And as we all know, humans are very good at efficiency, aren't mm. they? Ooh, ooh, oh. yeah, ooh. See how I seamlessly segue into the review. Segue. Into the review. So today we are here to review the episode called... Kablam! Which is... Um, I love a bit of onomatopoeia. <laughs> Who doesn't? Me too. Me. Wait, no, hang no, on. No, you do. I do love it. Yeah. What's your favourite onomatopoeic word, Chris? Uh, off the top of my head, the only one I can think of is splat. 
So let's mm. go with that. I like Black. plop. Oh, plop's good. Yeah. And plop was the name of the owl who was afraid of the dark. That's true. Oh. Sometimes <laughs> I use it, you're a little plop as a term of affection. Oh, that's nice. I think my mm. one is squish. Or was that yours? No. Yours was splat. We have yeah, splat, yeah. squish and, and plop. plop, which sounds like a song from Chicago <laughs> that's gone a bit wrong. <laughs> splat, squish, <laughs> plop. Cicero. Oh, well, that's it's, Chicago. It's, it's the latrine block of Chicago, right? Oh, yes. Very good. Lipshits. Hey, guys. We had an episode this week, didn't we, of Doctor Who? We did. Yeah. certainly happened. I mean, I think it happens every week. I reckon it's going to happen for the rest of our life every week. Oh, if Who? only twere. <laughs> Twould that it were. Twould that it were. Oh, it's a shame because when he says sentences like that, I don't, I don't want to say no. Because he looks like he's going to be heartbroken if I say no. He oh. is. He is. You can make it happen. I could. I will make my own puppet versions. So in this episode, we had the very, very thinly camouflaged Amazon. What? It was Amazon? What? (laughs) It all makes sense. Later on Sunday night, I came across a breaking news article on some website, geeky website, that said, Doctor Who makes heavily disguised digger Amazon. Where was the disguise? where's the heavily disguised? (laughs) Where's the dig, really? Because at the end of the day, the system was actually trying to protect humans. I mean, it was set up as a story where the system is... uh, destroying human productivity and yeah. and but actually you know the twist was that the robots were trying to save everyone i wasn't i, I don't know that it was trying to save everyone it was trying to save its system so, okay in, in a way i the i thought there was an error and it needed help to correct the error because the error was with humans um i'm just saying like it would be sort of amazon cares about its customers was kind of the big dig Mm. Amazon well, yes. is probably not going to kill its customers. Amazon trying <laughs> hard not to not, kill its customers. Yeah, n- not directly kill its customers. We'll, we'll go that way. <laughs> I mean, to <clears throat> be fair, I thought one of the most unrealistic um, aspects of the episode was how much time all the various workers got to stop and chat to each other yeah. during the course <laughs> of their Slam Amazon! Burn! Whereas we all know that pickers in Amazon pretty much end up being penalised for going to the I, toilet and other awful infractions I'm really like looking that. forward to the adverts from Audible or Amazon. We do actually have a sponsor this week. Ooh. Stay tuned. Right, well, welcome to day one of police academy training. Today we're going to show you how to restrain a suspect. As Barry will now demonstrate, you want to firmly grip the suspect by the wrist, twist their arm behind their back, and provide upward pressure on their hand, making it impossible to wriggle free. Now, once you've held this suspect in this grip for a minute or two, you want to relax your grip, giving them the opportunity to escape. Questions? Yes, Yaz. Sorry, but why do we want to give them the opportunity to escape? Well, uh, here in the Sheffield Police Force, we believe that any dream is possible if you want it enough, even escape. That's why the holding cells in our jails all have one trick bar, and we don't search or x-ray any packages being sent to prison inmates. In fact, we've had three prison breaks this week, one of them involving a very cool underground tunnel. Point being, if someone really wants to get away, they should be given the opportunity to do so. 
But surely, if they've broken the law, then it's my job as a police officer to make sure they get brought to justice and not just let them get away. Young lady, you're a new recruit and it is not your place to question our methods. We will use the catch and release hold whenever detaining suspects. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, so let's hear from the sexy and talented Chris Sigma. (laughs) Okay, I'm bringing my wife to introduce me next week. It it won't be quite as nice as that, but it will be nice. Oh, it would. It would. Thank you, Laura, for both that introduction and sharing your life with me (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome um yeah i didn't have high expectations for this week other than it being doctor who and therefore high expectations always but whether i thought it would be a good one within the series i wasn't sure it it had a whiff of those really dated episodes where they try and take a pop at popular culture Mm. and end up with a robot Anne Robinson or whatever, um, which aren't my favourite aspects of the series and I do think dates it quite quickly. But I was um, I was surprised and in a positive way. I, I enjoyed this episode uh, very much. I, again, very much like the guest stars. I thought Lee Mack's character was a good guy, interesting. Yeah. Dead very quickly. They, they, they're going for it. They establish these nice charismatic guests and then yeah, yeah kill them off by lee mac yeah i think that's a good thing I oh it no a, it is yeah. you know i like i quite like lee mac i thought he was good in this but actually the idea of getting guest star in and then killing them off quite quickly shows that actually they're just finding good people for those parts rather than just finding marquee names to drag an episode it was a bit like drew barrymore in scream where they put her front and centre on all the posters and were like, look, Drew Barrymore's the star of this. And then they kill her in the first few minutes of a 20-year-old film. (laughs) I've not seen it. I'm not good on horror. No. Which means that episodes like this, where you've got something creepy lurking in the shadows, Mm. oh, yay, I love them. Not. Oh, you didn't enjoy it then? I don't know. I think because ultimately the corporate entity was proven to be benign, I don't feel Mm. that way about a lot of online retailing and how they treat their workers and how they treat their customers and how they don't pay tax. I feel very, very ambivalent towards them. It's not to say that I've never bought anything from Amazon or um, retailers like that, but overall that sort of automated production creeps me out a bit Mm. and the sense of dehumanization of the of said workers like what was the name of that really lovely little sweetheart lady who was in the packing department and who was clearly just kira yeah who was clearly just Mm. very sweet Mm. and possibly a little bit dim who had never received any recognition for being who she was until Mm. she was killed. Like, oh, that does actually happen to people who get subsumed by the rise of neo-capitalism and zero-hour contracts. That's my little rant there. Hmm? Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to argue with it either because I think it's fair. Um, I didn't think those robots were very scary, though. 
They were too smiley to be scary. They had two cheery voices to be scary um, to me. They were a bit like um, those passive aggressive notes that people leave in your work, in work kitchens. In robot Saying, form. please wash up your dishes. Um, you know, the maid little, has got like, her day off. <laughs> yes. This isn't your own house. Like, uh-huh. I mean, it's a well-trodden route in Doctor Who having the slightly over-happy robot. I Mm. think the Smilers in Smile. I also think this was reminiscent of Paradise Towers and the Happiness Patrol as well. The girl in the fireplace. I mean, they smile all the time, the clockwork droids. But Mm. it's slightly different. It's this sort of over-efficient corporatization that's kind of crazy and scary that's what Mm. that felt like to me um yeah i I, it's a well-trodden path it did feel a bit like a seventh doctor story i like that about it except yeah yeah, happiness patrol is the right atmosphere i think but there was an actual baddie in that one um and i sort of i I don't know i found the lack of motive for the actual baddie in this a little bit weird and there was a motive there was a reason he was doing it. It was a bit rushed and thin at the end. Mm. And I think that was quite, I mean, I, maybe that's, you know, necessary. I did not enjoy it because of that. I um, would call you out on that one, actually. I okay. thought that was the cleverest part of it because earlier on they were talking about how there was a campaign to create a 10% uh, human mm-hmm. portion of the workforce. And I think normally when there are kind of political campaigns there are those that use a democratic method you know they yeah. they lobby their mps or whoever's in charge and there's always a kind of lunatic fringe that goes another way in order to do it mm. so i thought seeding the campaign earlier on and then having him be the kind of terrorist version of that at the end was actually really clever and i didn't feel rushed i thought oh I thought it was a really good twist and I didn't see it coming at all. Mm. No, I didn't see it coming, but I do think the logic in it's slightly flawed in that, I mean, is he trying to create a higher percentage of the population being the workforce by killing loads of the population off? How does that help get people into it? No, no, no. I think his his grand plan was this is a system that is fully automated or is automated to the extent that it is, and the automated part of the process is what killed people. I mean, that was definitely his plan. Frame the system and therefore make it 100% of the workforce human. Okay. I mean, it still felt dubious to me. I think a lot of people who go to a point where they do acts of terror aren't thinking straight, and there was enough Mm. twisted logic there for me to be okay with it. Yes, fair enough. There's that sort of big confusion he, he's been so used to holding all the strings and working behind the scenes unsuspected, which, of course, when we realised that the Doctor was supposed to be the janitor, Chris and I were both like, what do you mean? Why would, why would be, yeah. she be there? And then realising that that's actually the role which has yeah. the most power is, is quite an interesting one. As soon as his grand scheme is disrupted, he can't think clearly enough. He can't reconcile himself with the fact that he's been found out all he can do is sort of gawp like a goldfish it's interesting i think putting graham in that situation instead of the doctor to me justified his upset at seeing kira die a bit more because graham engaged him on it and got him to talk about it and i think it brought that those feelings it felt like they brought those feelings more to the surface for him and that worked for me 
Yeah, he was a low so, nutter before Graham, wasn't he? Yeah. But I agree with you, Lars. I don't understand why the doctor would have been given sanitary duty because you'd like scan a Time Lord physiognomy, mm. two hearts, massive increased brain You don't activity. think it's the system thinking that person will be the best person to stop what's happening and that's where the problem is. Ooh. That's what Chris. I took it as. Yes. Oh, you clever little stick. You <laughs> clever <laughs> little stick. I've got something. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you're completely right. Wow, amazing. We will continue our review of the episode Kablam after this message from our sponsors. Well, quite excitingly, after my comments last week, we actually do have a sponsor for the Ucast this week. Hooray! Um, so this episode of the Ucast is brought to you by... Kerblam! Kerblam! Which is amazing. Uh, it makes sense for this episode as well. Uh, as you know, Kerblam needs little introduction. It's the galaxy's largest retailer. We all shop there, don't we? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think of it as a sort of a one-stop shop for any and all consumer products. Despite the fact that it's all the way out based on that warehouse moon orbiting Kandoka. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've bought everything uh, I can think of from there, from lamps to dog chews, orbital lasers to fezzes. If if I want it, or if you want it, kablam it. Um, so Kablam has been incredibly generous uh, in sponsoring this week's episode. Yeah, um, thanks, guys. And we all are just going to go around and just say some a, a product or a service that Kablam does that, that we enjoy and that we use, uh, just so that you can... Uh, know that it's this is not just a corporate sponsorship. We also are customers and use the services ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I like about Kablam is it has over two trillion product lines, uh, including their popular Kablam Basics range. Uh, and of course, the prices always include postage and packaging, and their packaging is amazing. Yeah. You will die. It will blow you away. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Mm. Uh, well, my favourite thing about it is the convenience, really. Um, I've always been a bit of a fan of gadgets, which is no surprise being married to you. But one of my favourite things that Kablam do is Alexis. Alexis is a friendly 12-inch model of the Kablam man who lives on a shelf in your home and allows you to order products simply by talking to it. So yeah. that's really good. Oh, yeah, we've got one and it's really good. Um, it gives you access to the Kablam unlimited streaming service weather the latest news and a vague sense of unease as it stands there looking at us with its unblinking blank glowing eyes oh that's yeah. my favorite bit about it it's, it's the best feature. always best to feel uneasy when you walk into your own living room yep I, I think that's why we keep it just by the doorway it's yeah. really good when it talks to you in the middle of the night when you're not expecting it as oh well. that's great yeah, it's funny, just yeah. that strangled cry yeah, and when it appears yeah. on your bedside table <laughs> just to tell you that yeah. it's midnight and you should yeah. be asleep now. Mm-hmm. that's brilliant my favorite bit i mean uh, i i like watching shows wherever i am mm-hmm. um you're you know, famous for it uh, yeah totally I, I watch it when i'm putting the baby to sleep when on I'm, the toilet yeah oh all the time i, I mean i practically live in the toilet at the moment because <laughs> of it. but kabam kablam prime is a service that allows free unlimited near instantaneous delivery anywhere in the galaxy wow that's and amazing. that's including Prime Kablam Originals video service with programming made exclusively by Kablam in-house, including the Emmy Award winning Help Help Someone's Trying to Kill You All, oh, which I, I mean that. that was great, wasn't it? Really yeah. good. 
and the the ever popular don't open our packages for the love of god don't open our packages oh, which instant was classic this season's better than the last one which yeah well i mean it always is and of course i'm i'm forgetting the smash it what does it take to get through to you people <laughs> oh, yeah. which you know lo- the last the finale of the last series was just spectacular explosive I, you know I can't stop thinking about that I think it was one of the best written series ever but not even just TV I think it was just one of it's just one of the best things that has ever been written yeah, yeah. Oh, Shakespeare yeah. Really put your quill down <laughs> I'm a big fan of what does it take to get through to you people I think it's really good um, so there we go that's just an unforced kind of natural chat uh, and of course, if you of if you go to the website and you type in code "Oods are the best," then you'll get twenty percent off all o- orders over a hundred pounds. Yeah, and yeah. extra and packaging. Yeah, extra bubble extra wrap. Extra packaging. Mm. Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, that's the end of this advertorial. Uh, back to the review. So I thought that a lot of the design of this episode was very very interesting. I thought having the um, different coloured tags for people made for an interesting visual dynamic. Um, mm. I thought some of the sets weren't that realistic, like the idea of a packing department that just has three people in a room, maybe packing one package every two to three minutes. Oh, doesn't really gel. Rooms. Yeah, I, would I thought imagine you could see more people in the distance. Oh, oh, I just wasn't looking very well. <laughs> I, I really love the idea it's just three people in the room. In the room. <laughs> <laughs> Fulfilling billions of orders. Order today, receive your product in three eons. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because this is obviously the cheap episode because all you needed was a big warehouse. Mm. Uh, there was an admirable attempt at a, an escape stroke chase scene through the packaging. Oh, the yeah, and it yeah. was all right, you know? No, it was stupid. I'd give it a pass. I'd, I, I, yeah, maybe they could have lost that scene. <laughs> I don't think they would, would have lost much overall, if anything. Um, it, you know, but it was fun. I think it, it was part of the fun vibe of the episode to me. It was, yeah. It's it's funny. I mean, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy quite a lot of this episode. But overall, it just didn't get to the same ballpark as some of the other things that we've seen recently. And I think it does suffer having come after last week. Oh, yeah. It's a real um, sublime to the ridiculous move. Yeah. But I also think we need to applaud the series for having that kind of scope to it. Mm. Uh, you know, this is one of the things, why Doctor Who will always be my favourite television series is because one week you can have a lyrical, poetic, deep thinking episode about the very worst of human nature and the way families can be divided and the way that politics and religion can be used against each other. And then next week, you know, just big postmen that Plastic postman, yeah, with yeah. explosive bubble wrap. I was, I when I f- saw the first little preview thing. I think it might have been on Twitter, and it might have been BBC America tweeted like a preview photo and a little caption describing the episode. And I was, it was just after I'd finished rewatching Demons of the Punjab, and I saw that, and the, the summary was Ryan goes back to his warehouse packing days. And I, Oh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> I mean, I think we can say though that it was nice to have some winks to the past. I love the fact that the Fez finally arrived mm. that the Doctor had ordered, and I loved the <laughs> fact that the Wasps reminded her of Agatha Christie. Yeah. That was just a nice little line in there. Oh my goodness! I didn't even spot that second one. Uh-huh. I was kind of a bit blown away by the fact that the Kablam Man actually managed to make it 
through the time vortex and into the TARDIS. Yeah, mm. their deliveries can go through time. That's yeah. incredible. I mean, just think of the supreme power that you could get from having that kind of service yeah, you at your fingertips. Yeah, you could just send a bomb to the doctor. <laughs> Whenever you want it. <gasps> is that part of the wider season arc? No, there Ooh. is no season arc. Or is, or is there? there? There is. There definitely is. Um, yeah, no, I was in my head canon for this bit is that the doctor did lower the shields once she saw that it was the bland man. Because mm. if it just had the technology to get through the TARDIS's defenses, then, you know, you'd think the s- cyber leader would have like, <laughs> wait a minute, these these Amazon guys are doing brilliantly. Let's just go and take their technology over. Yeah, well, let's let's just order a bomb and deliver it. Yeah, like you were <laughs> hmm. suggesting. Let's just send one well, to just her. Think of the possibilities. You know, creepy exes sending you boxes of memorabilia, or and if you can travel mm. through time, you could send them back to when they still liked you. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Like if some split up because you forgot their birthday, you could then send the delivery back in time so that you didn't forget their birthday. Can I just clarify something? The opening scene, when they are clearly trying to escape from something, that is because the Doctor doesn't realise what that thing following them is, isn't it? Yes. Which I think is really... <laughs> maybe that's why it's taking so long for the fest to get delivered. Every time she sees it on the... <laughs> <laughs> on the scanner. <laughs> oh, no! Quick. Jeez it! <laughs> that's amazing. I really like that idea. She's been escaping from a fez this whole time. <laughs> Here is the haiku for Kablam. Cleaner plans wipeout by remote delivery. His bubble wrap bursts. So that's about all the time we have this week. Um, We'd like to thank our listeners for their suggestions for sketches. And especially uh, thanks this week go out to Emily Jenick who has provided some really cool ideas for us. If you've got ideas that you'd like to see us do on the podcast, please do get in touch with us on The Commodity. It's a listener group on Facebook where we discuss all of the positive, exciting and interesting things about Doctor Who. And having unfortunately read below the line on a couple of other Doctor Who related articles recently, it's a harsh, harsh (laughs) world out there, folks. But we aren't that We are the candy floss surrounding the razor blades of life and public opinion. So come and join us. Also, interestingly, uh, this week is Share a Nude Week. You know how every week has got some kind of thing uh, attached to it, a friendship week or adopt a dog week or whatever it is. Well, this week is Share a Nude Week. So what we need you to do, well, we, I mean, it's just a holiday that everyone does, is just find one other Doctor Who fan who might appreciate a sort of silly podcast with sketches and songs in it who perhaps doesn't already listen and recommend it in a you know sort of just a nice positive way be like oh yeah try this try this out might be hey, great hey guys <laughs> yeah no, try this out yeah edit this bit out of the episode if you're going to share this episode uh, because otherwise they'll think they're being Specifically targeted with like a directed ad based mm. on their personal information. Mm. Oh, we'd hate that. Yeah. Maybe try, you know, one of your favourite episodes that we've done rather than this one. Well, I think this Let's... one's a great one, Chris. It's, it's shaping up brilliantly. Well, that's true. <laughs> and the more people that listen to it, the more business Kablam will get. So, yeah, that's you know, true. We should thank them as well for, we should. for their sp- generous sponsorship. Yes, for just pounds a month, you can ensure that the Oods 
make another episode. Just think about it. For naught pounds a month, that's less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make sure there's more episodes of the Oodcast. It's not less than a free cup of coffee. It's the same as that. It's the same as a free cup of coffee. This oh. is a really terrible idea for our Patreon mm. page. I'm sorry, guys. We, we don't have one of those yet. Please don't go looking for it. <laughs> I mean, we've got one. I just haven't written anything on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, join us next week for the episode. The Witch Finders. No, The Witch Hunters. Something about witches. The Witch Finders. Yeah, the it's witch got Finders. Alan Cumming in it. Yeah, it looks really good. Oh, I do like a bit of Alan Cumming. <laughs> I am unwitchable. That's what I always think of. <laughs> I always think of a juicy cock fight. He says it in Plunkett McLean. Oh, okay. I always think of, oh, dearie me. Is that Which is from coming? the high life. Oh, nice. Just think, we're all going to be doing Alan Cumming impressions next week. Oh, you lucky, <laughs> lucky people. Yeah, come back for that. Cheerio. Toodlebib. Listen to every speech they want more.